0: Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, whatever it may be for you. Welcome back to your favorite podcast, also known as Be That Girl. My name is Caitlin Unlend, and I am your host. So, not that anyone asked, but I just want you guys to know that as I am sitting here writing this outline for this episode, or as I was writing the outline for this episode, and now I am recording this episode, Lua is still, I am still lying down on my back with my 70-pound Lua Grace lying on top of me. It's summer. It's like 100 degrees out. She's literally making me sweat my balls off. And she's snoring louder than the TV show that I have on in the background. So if you guys do hear her or hear like a oh, just know that's literally my two year old dog acting like she works a full time job and lives a very hard life. It's a whole lot of background noise. Oh, now she's stepping on my stomach <laughs> happening at once. So if the episode comes out a little choppy or not as flowy as usual, I just want y'all to go ahead and blame Miss Lua Grace and not me. It's all her fault. But for this week's episode, we're talking all things love languages. What are the love languages? How do you show them? And then what is the importance of speaking to your significant other in their love language? So first, what even is a love language? We hear about it all the time, but let's talk about what it really is. Basically, there's two forms of love languages. The first love language, that you speak is how you show love to others basically meaning the different ways in the actions that prove to others that you care about them the second form of love languages is, is how you receive love from others so what actions can others do that make you feel loved and make you feel cared for the difference is really important to note because these two things do not always have to be the same and most of the time they actually aren't the same most people speak a different language than they receive a different language for example one of the biggest ways that i show love to others is acts of service i love to do anything and everything for someone that i really love but when it comes to how i receive love acts of service is actually all the way at the bottom of my list it doesn't really do it for me so while i would obviously be extremely grateful that they actually went out of their way and did something to help me out physical touch of words or physical touch or words of affirmations would have definitely conveyed their feelings for me better and I would have received that love better. That's kind of the reason I thought today's episode is something that is so important to like speak on and to know the different languages because you and your partner can have an uber enormous amount of love and appreciation for each other but if neither of you are expressing that love in the language that 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 their partner knows how to receive then that love's not really being conveyed and it could cause a lot of problems in your relationship. You guys could be speaking completely different languages to each other, and while your intentions are good, it's not getting to where it needs to be. It's important to remember that just because you want gifts does not mean your partner necessarily wants gifts. So if that's the only way that you're actively showing love to your partner, you might be thinking, oh, I'm doing a great job of showing them love, and I'm doing a great job of making sure that they feel loved and they feel secure. They might actually not be feeling loved at all. They could feel so lonely because you're not speaking their language. I know I preach all the time on how important open and honest communication um, in relationships is, and this is one of those situations that that becomes so, so apparent. If you guys both sit down and discuss your love languages up front and how you both give and receive love, you will avoid a lot of miscommunication and a lot of hurt down the line. So what are the main love languages? There's five. I'm sure we've all heard of them, but let's take a deeper look and make sure that we all really understand them. They're words of affirmation, quality time, acts of service, gifts, and touch. Let's take a deeper look. Starting with words of affirmation. Words of affirmation is the biggest way that I like to receive love by far. Basically, what words of affirmations means is that people who have this love language greatly value verbal acknowledgments of affection and love and someone's feelings so that could be anything from an i love you to a good morning text to compliments be safe i don't ever want to live without you and just everything in between i think this means the most to me personally but for i think it means the most to me personally because for a lot of men it's very hard for them to verbally express their emotions so when one actually goes the extra length to really express their feelings towards me i'd be like oh shit!" like it makes me mad. I'd be like damn i got you after my finger boy maybe not to that extent but you get the point like if they're actively going out of their way to openly express how much they love me that's a big thing because that's honestly for most men it's not the typical thing that they do One big con though with this love language, just for all of us to kind of be aware of, is that typically someone who greatly appreciates words of affirmation is also extremely sensitive to words as well. So when their partner throws around hurtful hurtful words, you take that shit to heart. Even if their partner might have just said it out of anger and not really even had any bad intentions behind it, they will take it that way. So if this love language ranks high on your partner's list, you should be extra cautious of how you speak to them and the wording that you use. Also, if someone knows this is your love language, they might easily manipulate you and just kind of tell you what you want to hear just to keep you hanging around. Make sure you take the time to be aware of who you are with and their intentions, and that goes for all situations. Next love language, quality time. I think this is the one that most people can relate to needing. Quality time is spending time with your partner where they are actively engaged and hanging out with you and actively engaged in your presence. This could be like going on a date, weekly dinners, anything that both you and your partner both consider quality time together. People who speak this love language typically um, put a lot of emphasis on like eye contact, active listening, great conversation, being asked questions, stuff like that that shows that their partner is truly present. Something important to note with this one is that just physically being next to your partner does not mean that you're actually spending quality time together. If you're both sitting on your phones at opposite sides of the couch, not acknowledging each other for two hours straight, I highly doubt that either partner would necessarily be feeling the love. You know, you might not be like upset, but you're not in that moment receiving love. How people choose to spend quality time will be different for everyone. But the important thing is that you're actively present and your head is where your feet are at in that moment. I think this one is especially important for people that live together. I have never lived with a significant, significant other, but I know we've all heard like the quote unquote roommate phase where you just kind of fall into a routine and you start acting more like roommates than lovers. Like, you know, you get up, maybe you kiss goodbye, but you kiss goodbye because you kiss goodbye every morning. You go to work, come home, eat dinner, sit on your phones, and then go to bed together at night. You don't actually have great conversations. You don't actually do anything actively together where you're both present. Don't let this happen to your relationship. Whether that means no phones at dinner or weekly date nights, out, whatever it is, figure out how to convey the language of quality time to your partner. Third love language, acts of service. This one is sensitive for me, so just know I might rant and y'all know how I be. But first, acts of service is when your partner goes out of their way to make your life easier. Whether that's making you coffee in the morning, getting you gas, setting your alarm when you forget, all of those small little acts that might seem so simple, but it actually makes their life so much easier, whether they acknowledge it or not. Like I said in terms of receiving love, this language is not high on my list at all. Like obviously I will always appreciate anything you do for me, but like that I'm not going to be like, "Oh my god, I'm so loved." But it is the main way that I naturally express love. If you are like me, it is super super important to be aware of boundaries and set boundaries for yourself when it comes to this. I will run myself literally dry trying to make that person's life easier, meanwhile I'm making mine so much harder. But in the moment, I don't even care because I'm like, as long as they feel happy and loved, that's all that really matters. And honestly, most of the time, if your partner's way of receiving love is acts of service, they're not going to tell you to stop because why would they? You know, like you're making them feel loved, you're making them happy, and you're also making their life a million times easier. And I don't necessarily think that's their fault. Sometimes you have to set boundaries for yourself and be like, okay, I have to take care of myself first before I can ever take care of someone else, right? I have done this with literally all of my exes and it's something that I'm actively trying to get away from because it really does drain me. Above all else, like I said, it's important to make sure that you are good and you yourself feels love before you can even attempt to give love to anyone else. Next on the list. Gifts. I mean, this is pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> Someone who receives loving loves Oh my gosh, y'all. Someone who receives love and gifts Values the visual, physical display of love. You know, it's about, like, the fact that their partner took the time to go to the store, took extra time out of their day to go pick them up something. It's about the thought behind the gift, the planning behind it, the surprise of it. That, to them, shows how important they are to you. As with acts of service, it's important to make sure make sure that you're not running yourself dry trying to give someone all of these lavish gifts that you really can't afford. <laughs> Gifts don't have to be big or expensive. It could be something small like flowers, like a scrapbook of pictures, a piece, candy bar. All of that, like, it's all a gift if they weren't expecting it. You know what I mean? So make sure that it's more about the sentiment and the thought behind the gift than the price. The last love language is physical touch. This one is also pretty self-explanatory, but I do think it's something that most people crave. Physical signs of affection can be anything from, like, kissing holding hands, cuddling, a thigh rub, sex, all of that. Physical touch is something that is super important to most people when it comes to how they receive love. I think a big thing with this though is a lot of people confuse sex with like physical touch, which obviously that is physical touch, but if that's the only way that you're showing love to your partner or showing physical affection to your partner, they actually might feel so lonely and so just alone. Like it, Actually, just may it may work the opposite than what you're wanting it to. Sex is the very minimum when it comes to showing love through physical touch. Are you holding this person when they're crying? Are you putting your shoulder on your hand on their shoulder or holding their hand and protecting them in public? Putting your feet on their lap when you're sitting on the couch? The small things go a long way for someone who speaks through physical touch. You're acknowledging your presence and the love that you have for them, even through such a small movement. It's so important to remember that everyone is so different. If I had to rank the five love languages in order for me, for my biggest ways I like to receive love to the least, it'd probably have to be words of affirmation is definitely my biggest, and then physical touch, and then gifts, and then quality time, and then acts of service bringing up the rear. Get to know yourself and how you would rank these. There are numerous love language quizzes online that you can take that can also help you get to know yourself and how you want to be loved better as well. I'll link them on my podcast Instagram for you guys. And honestly, it could even be like a fun date night idea with your significant other to get to know each other better. Grab a bottle of wine, some snacks, and take some love language quizzes. I think a lot of people are scared to have these open and honest communications with their significant other because they worry it like might be awkward. It Just know it does not have to be that serious. Like seriously, just have fun with it and look at it as a way to like bond and just get to know your partner better. That's all I have for you guys this week. I am going to try and get another episode out for you guys this coming weekend, but I do go back to school on Monday, and then my mother is coming up the later part of this weekend to help me go apartment hunting and set up my classroom for the school year, so just know that I have a lot of prep work and stuff to do, but I'm still going to try and get an episode out this weekend, if not, definitely the following weekend. Just stay up to date with my Instagram and my podcast, Insta, and you guys will know when the next episode is dropping. As always, stay beautiful, stay strong, and I hope you all have the best week of your lives. XOXO, the queen.